everyone. I'm Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for... 23 years. And throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law. But over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This podcast, I have a bit of a surprising announcement. I just got done with COVID round two. It was my second time getting COVID in a year. I had COVID last September. If my listeners will remember, I um, it was when the CDC had you quarantined for longer. So I actually quarantined about seven days in my room. And then I quarantined for about five more days in a hotel with a balcony and... Um, sat out on the balcony just wallowing in my misery. Um, Luckily, with both rounds of COVID, I was not really ill. And I will tell you what happened. So the last time I did a podcast, I um, had just gotten back from my vacation in Colorado, and then a quick trip to Flagstaff for a day. So I had Um, you know, five days of traveling. And I was coming back to work um, that Monday. So was gone like the week of July 4th, and came back to work on Monday with like a really busy schedule. And I was supposed to spend the whole weekend in Flagstaff, but I ended up just making it Saturday because I was getting stressed of for just being out of the um, out of you know, the realm of my office and out of the house and just had things to do. So I cut that trip short. And that Sunday, I went to spin class, and I worked all day just getting ready for the next week. And so Monday was a very busy day. I had a meeting at the office, I had a hearing in family court, I had a conference call with a client. And I had a stack of messages to return. And um, then that, the next day, I had a really early meeting with someone who needed to meet on the earlier side. And then I went into an all-day mediation that, a mediation that I thought should have took two hours was what I was anticipating. It took five and then I had a call with an um, an attorney, and um, when I got home that night, I was really tired. Like by, you know, I made dinner. Um, my oldest daughter came over with my littlest grandson. We all had dinner together, and I sat on the couch and was just like, "Wow, I'm wiped," and fell asleep probably between eight and nine, being like just feeling super wiped out, but with a legitimate reason, because I had two extremely, extremely busy days at work. And then, um, you know, after the mediation, my voice, 
I felt was a little scratchy, but I was talking like crazy. So nothing seemed weird or out of place. I didn't feel sick, just tired after working hard. Well, the next morning I get up and I have um, a day of hearings and I have a board meeting that I do virtually in the evening. So I'm getting ready for court and the top of my mouth hurts. Like the very, very, um, like if you rub your tongue on it, like that part of my mouth, my upper teeth were kind of aching and I felt just like general sort of pressure in my chest. But I didn't feel like I couldn't breathe. Like my breathing was fine. I wasn't congested. I wasn't sneezing. I wasn't coughing. But I had this flash of a thought as I was getting ready. And I was putting on, you know, I was putting on a a suit. Um, I was putting on a dress. Um, Not really wearing suits this time of year. But I was getting in my dress to meet with clients. And um, my um, associate attorney was going to be out that day um, on a personal matter and my legal assistant was coming in and I told her it's just going to be the two of us today and you know we'll be getting a, a bunch of work done. So I feel this pain in my mouth and I have this fleeting thought. It just flashes in my head where my the thought was when you had COVID in September the top of your mouth hurt and what happened to me then was it really hurt like it hurt like crazy, like almost where I couldn't take it, where I wasn't sure what I was going to do, like it hurt so bad. And then it um, hurt like crazy. And then I woke up the next morning and I couldn't smell and I couldn't smell anything for three weeks. And my taste buds were funny. I could taste, but um, things didn't taste as good or tasted weird, like sometimes tasted like a little bit more burnt. And that lasted kind of for a while, Um, you know, really bad for about three or four weeks, and then it faded over months. So I have this thought like, your mouth hurt when you had COVID. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a COVID test, because here's what I had going on. I had um, my client the day before, is uh, a little bit on the elderly side. So I was worried about her. Um, And then I had a client very elderly and with some conditions coming in that day. And then the next day I had a massage scheduled. And my thought was, I don't have COVID. There's no way in the world that I do. But I'm just going to take a test. I had um, free tests that I'd picked up when I checked out books from the library. They were giving out tests. And I thought, I'm just going to take a test and clear my mind. So I just don't have this guilt or this feeling that I, you know, I have it and I don't know that I have it with a hundred percent certainty that it was going to be negative. So I take a test and it's positive. I didn't even believe it. So I took another test because I'm like, this is crazy because I don't feel bad. And everything they're saying with the new variants, it's people with sore throats and fevers and my temperature was fine. I didn't have uh, body aches and I guess chills or another one. I didn't have that. Um, so I took another test and it's positive. 
So I'm like, okay, that's it. So I start letting everybody know I cancel my appointments. Actually, while all of this was happening, my I ended up missing my hearing, which was okay. It's one that I'm more of a observer than a participant, but just things went crazy for me for um, like a couple of hours trying to figure it out. So I went to the office, my legal assistant stayed home, somebody walks in and I go, I have COVID and they go, all right, see you later. And I just stayed in the office and did everything I needed to do, disinfected the office and then went home for the next five days. So, um, I worked from home. I brought home some projects. I actually got a ton of work done because I couldn't do anything else. Um, it threw off my exercising because I couldn't go and do my class. I do it, you know, two to three times a week. And then on Thursday, I stayed at home and worked and then went into the office in the evening when everyone was gone to get a bunch of stuff done. And then the same thing Friday, um, I went in and locked myself in my office because I actually had a trial. And I thought it's going to be easier to do this at the office than it is going to be to try to do it on my bed. So I went to the office, locked myself in my office, in my own personal office and conducted my hearing. And so that was Friday. And then I stayed home, you know, the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And what a waste of a weekend. I actually read a ton. And if, if I had another symptom, which I'm not even sure if I did, I felt pretty fatigued those days that I was home. I'm always tired, which is also the hard thing. But, um, you know, I would work for a couple hours and I would just take a nap. And maybe some of it's being at home where, you know, you're working from your bed and you just want to lay down and go to sleep. So Monday I'm cleared. I go back in the office. I have a hearing like first thing in the morning. I have a huge conference call with a client. I have a client come in and had a bunch of stuff to catch up on. And then Tuesday, I now I have a trial. I had a client come in for the trial and a couple of um, meetings after that. Wednesday, more meetings. Um, Thursday, I had two hearings and also a call with an expert and then a court meeting. And then today, Friday the 22nd, I had a pre-trial conference. And um, the next couple of days, I'm actually taking a vacation to Coronado. My annual Coronado vacation is here. So I know it seems weird. It was like I was gone for a couple of days during the week of July 4th with the plans to just work solidly for two weeks and then take another couple of days off. I know it sounds like I'm probably taking a lot of vacation. I swear I'm not really. I'm taking... Because it is too difficult for me to take a big chunk of a trip, and maybe one day I'll get to, um, I have some sort of tentative plans to go to Austria and Europe with my family next year. My son-in-law's from Austria, so hopefully we'll get to go there together 
as a family. So um, that was my last couple of weeks. So I wanted to just talk about some tips of what I did while I was sick. So luckily, I wasn't the kind of sick where you can't do anything. And I have had those illnesses in um, throughout my whole practice where I would just wake up one morning and either have like have something where I was like throwing up <laughs> where I couldn't you know do anything or I would have like this crazy sneezing and coughing or like a, a horrible sore throat or one of those headaches that you have when you have the flu and those just kind of knock you out when I get sick like that generally what I do is just whatever I can. It's a lot of sleeping, you know, taking medicine, and then trying to get up and answer emails and answer phone calls and figure out if I need to move court around. This one was different than that. I really felt pretty good, except for this fatigue and this mouth pain. So it allowed me to get a lot of work done. And I worked on a really structured schedule those five days that I was in quarantine. And I would um, give myself little breaks. So I would do things where I would set a timer and I would decide if I was going to work for 30 minutes, an hour, or an hour and a half, just depending on my energy level. And then I would work for that a period of time. And then for half an hour to an hour, I would read books and magazines, maybe watch a show, but I was trying to not watch any TV during the day because I didn't want it to turn into something where I was just laying there and binging stuff. I also tried to get up and move around some. So what I did for that was um, I one day I got up and I did... I put on one of those uh, old Cindy Crawford workouts from the 90s and did maybe like 25 minutes of it. And it was a day in the workout where she was doing arms and abs. So I did that and my shoulders were actually pretty sore the next day. As soon as I was cleared to go back to cycling, I went back and did a class. So I'm back on track on my on my cycling. One day I even took a walk. It is so stinking hot here right now. Like we're having 115 days, 115 degree days. I just got back from the movies and it was so awful out and it's 930 at night. Um, but one day it was, um, it was actually the middle of the day, probably the hottest part of the day. And I had just been laying in bed and you know, like when you lay in bed and you just start to feel cold because you've just been laying there. I put on some shorts and a hat and I walked over to the mailboxes and around my mailboxes there's a wash and I w went into the wash a little bit because there was some shade. I had to be careful because in these washes there was all this rebar sticking out of the ground so I just went in slightly. So that was um, what I did for, for COVID. I um, finished a couple of books, started some new books. Like right now, I think I'm reading seven or eight books at the same time. And what I do is I'll grab a book and I will have take my bookmark and I'll move it ahead, like probably 10 to 20 pages. And then I'll read till I get to the bookmark and I'll... Um, 
pick up another book or, or move on to some other project. I did some cooking when I was um, home. My family this time around was fine being around me. No one was really trying to stay away from me. Last time when I had it, I was a pariah. Nobody wanted anything to do with me. And I understand. I mean, that was a year ago and things were different with everything. Um, but this time around, people were like, well, you had it last time and no one really got it. So we're not going to, you know, we're going to be careful, but we're not going to um, make you stay locked in your room the whole time. Although I did, you know, quite a bit, to, to be honest. And, um, but when I came downstairs, people weren't heading for the hills like they did when I previously had COVID. Um, I don't know what to say about COVID. I have had such a weird path with it. Um, I, it almost felt to me like I had the same exact illness as before, like not a different variant, but I kept saying it's teenier than before, which is maybe not the right word to use, but it was the same sort of stuff, but on a smaller scale, which doesn't make any sense to me. I'm also finding it really difficult to find um, a symptom where it talks about mouth pain. When I first had COVID, I found it in someone's blog that said that they had this horrible mouth pain. And one time I was listening to a podcast with someone who was talking about their COVID experience and they talked about mouth pain. Otherwise, I don't find it in, you know, like on WebMD or the Mayo Clinic or anything that talks about COVID symptoms, it's not listed. So it's just so bizarre. Um, it is having it, I felt off, but I didn't necessarily feel bad. So I don't know what that means. My brother said, this is some fake effing shit <laughs> disease. Like, what is this? Like, what do you have? It doesn't even make sense. And I don't know. All I can do is report my experience and um, report that I just kept working. I kept on a schedule. I um, was eating a lot of um, fruits and vegetables. I probably ate some stuff I think that wasn't too good for me. <laughs> I was having um, some cravings for, I had the worst craving for Chips Ahoy. Here's a, here's a secret that I'll share with you. Probably one of my favorite foods in the world is the original Chips Ahoy. I could easily, if I wasn't watching myself, eat a whole container of Chips Ahoy in one, in one sitting. I love to dip it in soy milk or oat milk and eat the cookie. Like they taste so good to me. So um, I had a craving for them and I, I don't keep them in the house because I will eat them. But this time I got them because um, I felt like I'm trapped in the house. <laughs> I'm uh, almost like camping at home and I'm going to have some chips ahoy. Gosh darn it. And I sure did. Um, I've been reading a ton of books like crazy. I've been reading a biography on Anna Wintour, the 
editor of Vogue. And I tell you, I love this book. It's like a real life Devil Wears Prada. She's more human, of course, than her fictional character in Devil Wears Prada. And reading about her and what she's done for Vogue is so fascinating to me. I'm reading Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. She's an author I'm really starting to enjoy. I mean, she's very mainstream, you know, and I read um, um, The App- Apples Never Fall. Apples Never Fall, that's the name of the title. I read that a couple months ago, and it was so beautifully written and had one of my most favorite endings of a book ever. And um, from a um, library sale, I picked up one of her other books, Nine Perfect Strangers, and started it, and I'm really into it. So I have that one going. I'm reading another book. It's a thriller called The Paris Apartment. It's very intriguing so far. I'm reading a Joyce Myers devotional book and, oh, a book about Jeffrey Epstein. Yuck like yuck. But from a legal perspective, very fascinating. Everything that he got away with for so many years with no one arresting him, charging him. He just, you know, left dozens and dozens of victims. It's insane. So that's what I'm reading right now. Um, I'm going to have a short podcast this time because this podcast was just about dealing with COVID and I've told you about that. I do want to do a couple of reviews for some things that I have watched recently. One is I started watching the show The Boys on Amazon. People have been telling me to watch this. Uh, Magazines have been telling me to watch this. Season three just finished. People are super into it. And I, um, I don't really know why I didn't feel like watching it, but it's really good. It takes it from a perspective. And if you start watching it about two minutes into it, you know this about the show. So it's not a surprise. So the world has superheroes. The superheroes are very similar to a lot of superheroes you will see on um, Marvel and DC Comics. Like there is a character that's Wonder Woman-like, a character that's Captain America-like, another one that's like the Flash, and another one kind of like Aquaman. So there's superheroes everywhere, but like the main superheroes are called the Seven, and they're controlled by a corporation who puts them in movies and basically rents them out and has them do product uh, placement and commercials. And, um, and I'm watching this and I'm thinking, why wouldn't this happen? Like this is actually the most real perspective on what it would be like if there were superheroes. And the people who are superheroes are kind of psychopaths or deeply flawed. They're not, you know, perfect like Captain America from Marvel. And I think Marvel does a good job of um, making the superheroes have flaws, but still they're, underneath it all, they're genuinely pretty good. But um, these are are horrible, (laughs) you know, horrible kind of people um, for the most part. 
And it's kind of some shocking um, graphic deaths. It's very bloody, um, like almost like um, Final Destination bloody, like over the top. But um, I don't know. That doesn't bother me. Like over the top bloodiness doesn't bother me because it's just so over the top. And it's well written and well acted and there's some surprise cameos in it and you just see parallels to the superheroes that you do love and so it is um, very cool so that's something I'll recommend that's on Amazon on Hulu I am watching Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin Martin Short and Selena Gomez it's good it's really cute Um, it's not one where I'm like dying to keep watching it. So if I'm feeling, um, like I need a break from the boys, I might put on only murders in the building. I'm happy to say that American Horror Stories, plural, is back. American Horror Stories is an anthology series where they do, instead of having, um, like American Horror Story, they pick a theme for the season and go with it for the whole theme. It's one storyline. So American Horror Stories is one-off shows. And they did a season last year that I really liked. And they will bring in some things from American Horror Story. Um, you know, including some of the sets and some of the... Um, yeah, I don't think this is spoiling anything, but in the first season of American Horror Stories, they did some episodes that took place at Murder House. And so that was super fun. And then they brought even brought some of the characters back. This season opener um, is almost like a prequel to one of the seasons, and I won't spoil it by saying which one. I had an idea that it was, because I'm a huge fan of those shows, and I was thinking that's odd. This seems like blah. I'm not going to say what it is, but I was thinking that's what it seemed like. And then it, it was it like wrapped around to that. Okay. And my last review is I just got back from the movies and saw Jordan Peele's Nope. I really liked it. It, it will be a movie that is not for everyone. I wonder if it will get bad reviews but it is extremely watchable the way it is filmed is amazing it almost sort of reminded me of um like how Vince Gillian films Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul how um they just take shots from other angles there was some comedy in it Kiki Palmer's in it. I love anything with Kiki Palmer. She's hilarious. And it just had a good setup. It was, you just kept watching it. Um, It doesn't really, I think, tie together. There's a bit of a subplot that I don't think ties into the main part of the movie. And maybe it's not supposed to, now that I think about it. Um, There is a very cool western town that's in there, which is what I hear. It has been torn down and moved to Universal Studios. So hopefully I get to see it soon. I bet they'll have it set up for Halloween Horror Nights. And um, 
I would say go see it. It's it's different. It's like way different than a lot of things that I've seen. My husband was like, well, I don't know. It's got a little bit of Independence Day maybe mixed in there. I, for a second, had a fleeting um, thought about the M. Night Shyamalan signs. But to me, it was um, very, um, very independent, very original, and not tied to not tied to his other two movies and not tied to really any other movie so I liked it I actually wanted to go see Thor tonight I'm having a hard time getting to see it the weekend that I was supposed to see it I had COVID and today um, we had kind of something funky going on in terms of time where I went to a cycling class and my husband went disc golfing and then we met up afterwards and if we were going to see Thor we were too late for one showing and way too early for another showing so we went and saw Nope on the opening weekend and um, when I was talking about Nope I mentioned Better Call Saul there it is in its final episodes ever I gotta tell you I love this show the final episodes are so stinking good. When they come out on Monday, I can't stop watching it. Usually, I'm like falling asleep when I'm watching something, and I always put on my sleep timer. This is a show that I do not fall asleep to, no matter how tired I am. All right, I guess that's it. I will be back in two weeks with some more tips on time management. Stay healthy and um, stay well. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, um, Patreon, iTunes, under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Facebook under my law office. My website is brummerlaw.com, and I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks. Bye-bye.